Queer Business Success, the podcast for LGBTQIA business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, caregivers, and the allies who love our community. We tell the stories of why our businesses were formed, who we serve, our challenges and successes, and we offer sound advice to our fellow queer entrepreneurs. Our hope is to inspire, enlighten, and highlight the services that our LGBTQIA businesses and allies offer. If we can do this, so can you. We believe that we need more LGBTQIA business owners, not only for our community, but for a better world. Here's our host, Anne-Marie Zanza. Hey, Anne-Marie Zanzel here. Welcome to another episode of Queer Business Success. I am so excited to have on our show today, Angela Winter. Angela Winter is the owner of Awakened Creator, and she partners with soulful creatives and service providers to build their businesses with confidence and clarity through intuitive build branding and custom website design. Angela has been a business owner for over 15 years. Her background includes two music degrees, a life coaching certification, energy healing and design trainings, and countless hours of exploring creativity in a myriad of ways. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So since this is called Queer Business Success, I would love to ask you a little bit about your queer journey. Yes. Well, I came out later in life, uh, about three and a half years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, I was married to a man and I have two beautiful little girls and now I'm embarking on a new journey in a new life. Um, I now identify as a lesbian. So tell us about your business a little bit, but I I really want to try to see, do you see your later in life journey tied at all to your business journey? Because mine is. Hmm. Like I started to own my own business after I came out because what I did before, I just didn't want to do anymore. And so I put my skills to work and, and created a new business. Did you do the same thing or were you always wanting to be a website designer? Mine was, I would say there's impact and also not. So I started my web design business about five years ago, Mm -hmm. but that was kind of a, a creative evolution out of owning my own private voice studio. And then I incorporated coaching into that. And then when my second daughter um, was in utero, I started to just get really fried out with peopling at all times, between <laughs> children and clients. And I was teaching out of my home. So I had clients in my home all the time. And I needed something different, something with more time freedom and location freedom. And while on maternity leave after her birth, I kind of fell into web designing for other people. I had always done it for myself, but I started doing it for my mom and then her now partner and then, you know, other colleagues in the music and coaching industry. So I fell into that, but it stayed, you know, very part time, um, almost at a hobby level while I was still married and raising my girls and then prior or post coming out and divorcing, I have, yeah, I have been growing that at a larger level and moving into a whole new level of business ownership. Yeah, I absolutely understand that. So tell me a little bit about your business. What do you do? Yeah, well, I work with other soulful creatives and service providers, a lot of coaches or therapists, artists, uh, you know, and similar types, Mm -hmm. you know, people who are 
People who are interested in a website that not only converts their people to their offerings, but that really attracts them through an energetic resonance. So I focus on working with each business owner to hone in on the essence of who they are and who their business is and then capturing that in a visual way so that when people come to the website, they really have an understanding of what it feels like to work with these people, not just here's a pretty color and here's an offering. Mm -hmm. And so when you say energy essences, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So it's really, I like to think about it as your essential self, right? Which I know you have talked about within the coming out journey as well, stripping down the masks, you know, those the, the conditioning of who yeah. we think we're supposed to be as a professional business owner. I like to get below that surface and figure out what really makes you tick and who, what is your superpower, right? And why do people come to you and why do you do this work? And, and what is the experience that your people are having while working with you? Mm-hmm. I can imagine you get a lot of resistance from your clients because they're like, wait a minute. I just thought you were going to design a website for me. I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, that- it, it kind of depends. I think actually that most of the people who find me are looking for something deeper. I have not had a lot of direct resistance. Usually if they're people who are not as interested in my approach, they take one look at my own website and they're like, yeah, not for me, mm-hmm. which is the beauty of the work that I do. Because Mm -hmm. just as it will, you know, pull in the people you are called to work with, it will repel the people who are not an ideal fit for you. Yeah. And how you, how you offer your services, right? Yeah. Um, So what type of services do you offer? I offer custom branding and Squarespace website design. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that includes, you know, color and font selection, logo design, and then the website design and development itself. What is the biggest challenges of doing this work? I would say the biggest challenge is just creating that continuous client flow. And I think every mm-hmm. business probably struggles with that at, at one time or another and just establishing that flow, right? Of clients right. coming in and out. And uh, yeah, I would say that's probably my biggest challenge. I really enjoy the work, uh, you know, even, even the parts that are perhaps less creative, you know, something like SEO, right. Where it's very much like plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> <Not my favorite laughs> but important. Um, yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't prove a challenge in the same way. Do you find like, do you help your clients like learn how to do this themselves? Or do you like offer packages in which they can, you know, you can just be on their SEO person and do all that stuff like that for them? Yeah, it's a combination. I've mostly am working with people who want to be able to update it themselves. Squarespace is a fairly user-friendly program and platform Mm -hmm. once everything is set up initially. So I do include training with all of my packages to understand, you know, the basics of changing text or switching out an image and how to kind of optimize those core components to keep the SEO going. But I have several people who just aren't interested in doing it or they want bigger, you know, design to be, um, yeah. and then they will, they'll hire me, you know, for a day here or a package there to keep that going for them. Well, 
sometimes like, so I had my first website, it was Squarespace, you know, it was in the beginning of my coaching business and I probably spent about six to 10, six months to a year trying to figure out SEO and stuff like that. And I, it was just like, not my ballywick. and you have to be really consistent. And I knew that my energy was best spent in other places. And so I ended up hiring somebody that I've been working with for four years and she does a great job. And she took me from Squarespace to WordPress and now I'm sort of helpless. So <laughs> Squarespace is super easy and super friendly. So I want to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. So you're somebody who is going to be branding your website or branding your brand. When you come to colors and font, Let's start with colors. Should you just pick your favorite colors? Yes and no. I always will pose. So I lead every client through a deep dive branding consultation, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, has questions like, what are your favorite colors, et cetera. But it's all done from a deeper, more intuitive place because I lead every client through a meditation first so that they can access that deeper wisdom and connect mm -hmm. with their inner voice as opposed to, you know, the yammering monkey mind. So I connect the colors with a sense of what brings alignment and strength to them, which mm -hmm. may or may not be their favorite color. And then I'm also looking at, you know, what is the nature of the work, right? Because there is color theory and each color can lend itself to different emotions. You know, red, for example, can be a really interesting color because you might really love it, but it also connotes anger, anger. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but I have one client who is a feng shui consultant and is very steeped in the traditional Asian culture and traditions of feng shui. And that bright China red is core. So yeah. we're doing red, but tempering it with the greens of the the bamboo and the forest and, you know, so that it's not screaming in your face. Well, and I get to understand that because Chinese, like, so Chinese culture has a lot of red and, right. and, and so I can, I can see the color red before me. It's sort of like, a, I don't know, what, what did you call it before? It's like a, like between a, like a cherry red and a little orange in it and a little, you know, I, yeah. I see color like when you have a pair of chopsticks and they have them wrapped in that red that that red yes um, a very bright true red but i think in my like if i was looking for someone who did feng shui like that would attract me to them because i would be like subliminally because i'd be like oh they know what they're doing exactly. you know yeah that this is somebody who is more authentic to the the style of feng shui yeah so how about somebody who wants to pick out fonts? What's the best fonts for branding? Um, mine are Yeshiva One and Assistant Regular. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> well, that's good because you need to be able to use them consistently, right? Yeah, I use them consistently across <laughs> the brand. Because, um, yeah. I don't aspire to the belief that there is one specific font or family of fonts that, you know, is best or worst. I really, again, am looking at it. What feels most representative? I have an uncanny knack of happening upon fonts 
that then match their signature, uh, you know, without having ever seen their signature, I'll go, you know, through the font warehouses and end up finding one that is. So that can be a guiding point if you're looking for, you know, a combination of fonts. Maybe you want a script in the logo or for some key headlines, short headlines script you have to be really careful with because of legibility. Scripts can be, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I'm really lucky. Um, full disclosure, disclosure here, Angela designed my wife's website. So if you want to go take a look at it, it's tondamckay.com. Tonda's really good at that because like I'll show her something I create in Canva and she's like, can't read it, you know, or she's really good with the colors. Like, you know, I'll, I'll say, what goes with the, what's the opposite of this color? And she knows it like that. And so then that's when a lot of times I'll do the lettering in that color. So it'll have the most bold with it. There's like all kinds of things that I've learned over the last, since I've owned a great resource. Yeah, she is a great resource. And then when I need something Photoshopped, she can do it. (laughs) I just have to sleep with her. That's the only problem. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking at fonts from a a feeling standpoint, you know, is it more rounded? Is it more straight? Is it more, does it feel more masculine or more feminine? And how does that relate to what you do in the world and how you show up in the world? Because my my guide is that alignment, right? And that match so that Again, when people who don't know you come to your website, they get a sense of who you are just from how it looks. Yeah. I, and I was just recently, you know, I have switched over to purposeful empowerment for my program. And, and one of the things is that like, I was really like reading up on fonts and like, and you know, how should purposeful look and how should empowerment look now as a brand new business owner, I had no clue about this stuff, you know, no clue whatsoever, but now it's like really been really interesting. You know, once you start your, uh, your first business, you can start your second or third or fourth or fifth because you've done it before. So you know how to do it. But I was just marveling at the facts, like the things that like, I didn't know when I started this about all the color stuff, all that stuff like that. Now I know. And I'm like, you know, it's fun. You just learn, right? You know, you yeah. just learn. And, it, and if you enjoy learning, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. It is. Yeah. So what's your biggest successes, Angela? Honestly, my biggest successes are every time I create a website and the client is like, oh my God, that is so me. Or they get feedback from their clients of, oh, this is exactly what it's like to be in your studio, right? It's those those moments of validation that we all we all love to get that just really speak to my process being effective right and that there is that alignment and that resonance throughout their their world right with mm-hmm. within themselves and within their business so as is as somebody who you know has done a million different things like a lot of us do um what would you say if somebody said, you know, I think I really want to get into website design, Angela, what would be your one piece of advice for them? Hmm. You don't have to know it all. There's nothing wrong with being self-taught mm-hmm. and trust yourself, which I recognize as three pieces of advice and not one, but they kind of all go together. Yeah, they're basically linked. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because when you can trust yourself, right? So much about web design is accessible, you know, uh, around the internet in various forms. So when you trust yourself, you can be led to the teachers or programs or whatever who are going to be the right match for you. Some, you know, it's you're learning how to how to do something in a particular platform. 
others it might be a full-scale business program but when you can trust yourself you can be led to connect with the right resources and build you know go forward from there i really like that too and and the thing is is that there's all kinds of ways to do things. So when you trust yourself, you will find the right person to help you do it in the way that you want to do it. And and they will support you in that process. I I always advise people, if people are telling you to uh, do it this way and you're like, it'll be a miserable process. And And you will hate it. It probably won't work because... I think what Angela was saying in the beginning is because the energy just gets totally shifted. And, you know, when we are working with somebody, whether it's a website designer or anybody else in the business world that is helping us to grow the business, it's really important to find the person that's most aligned with your values. Like if they scare you, maybe it's not the person to work with or or if they miss their first couple appointments or like 20 minutes late and you're an on-time freak. That's not the person to work with for you. you Absolutely. Well, and you know, any coach who says the only way to be successful is to do it like this, 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 and this, you know, that's what worked for them. That's lovely. There may be elements that worked for you that will work for you as well. And there may be foundations that they can impart to you that may work, but ultimately you have to find your own way and you can only do that through trusting yourself. Yes. Very wise words, Angela. So how can people find you? They can find me on my website, which is awakenedcreator.com. I'm also somewhat active on Instagram and Facebook. And my handle on Instagram is awakened underscore creator. And awakened creator is my handle uh, for my business page at Facebook. Well, thank you so much for talking about your business today, Angela. It was great to see you again. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to Queer Business Success, the podcast that highlights LGBTQIA businesses. New episodes are published regularly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other listening platforms. Wherever you're listening, take a moment to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Are you an entrepreneur who's also queer? Want to share some of your wisdom and experience with the rest of us? We'd love to have you on the show. Just click the link in the show notes to apply to be a guest. Until next time, queer friends and allies, keep taking care of business.